Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. It's a bit of a tough interview today. We're speaking to a medical cannabis mom from the UK, Emma Appleby. And Emma was in the newspaper recently because she's having trouble getting the cannabis medicine her daughter Tegan needs. And as a result, Tegan ended up in hospital. I saw this story in the newspaper a few weeks ago and I thought it would be a good idea to get Emma on so we can hear all about her story. So roll yourself a few fat ones. This one gets a bit frustrating in places when you hear about all the injustice these people have to go through every day. It's absolutely shocking and our government needs to be ashamed of themselves. But of course, they feel no shame. So roll yourself a couple of fat ones, as I said, and enjoy this interview with Emma. It's a good interview. You get to learn a lot about the way the cannabis industry works here in the UK. So enjoy and I'll speak to you at the end of this. See you in a bit. Yeah, so uh, I'll quickly introduce myself. I'm Mackie, the host of High and Homegrown here. And uh, yeah, I'm from the UK like you. Do you want to tell people who you are and introduce yeah. yourself? Yeah, of course. So um, my name's Emma and my daughter is Tegan. Um, a lot of people have heard Tegan's story previously because I was the mum that went to Holland with the National BBC. And right. Got prescription over there from a private doctor for medicinal cannabis. Um, brought it back into the UK and got it confiscated at customs. Um, a lot of people were like, why did you do that? Why didn't you just bring it back secretly and all this? And I was like, you're obviously not getting the reason why I'm doing mm. this. I was doing it to raise awareness, to show that this is what parents are being forced to do to keep their children alive. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously since then, it's kind of been a regular thing in the news. Parents are fighting for access um so yeah i kind of made this big statement and i'll do it again tomorrow if i had to yeah what year was that when did you do it that was 2019 april oh, 2019 yeah and look at it now it's like four years later nothing at all Makes so, you sick. the tegan has intractable with epilepsy right she does she's got lilitz gastel syndrome which is a, a very um, hard to control form of epilepsy so basically it's medication resistant right, right and she's had this for a whole life uh, no she was born with a chromosome deficiency um, so Tegan's got other disabilities and she started having seizures at the age of four um, right. and they just kind of came from nowhere and just hit us like a ton of bricks it was kind of nothing to absolute carnage it was awful uh, it, we've heard so many stories like this and they're always hard to hear you know mm. it must be real hard work for a family to go through something like that it is because like we were always told when she was diagnosed with her condition that if she didn't have a seizure by the age of three she probably would have missed the epilepsy and she mm. had one at four so we, we were kind of a little bit like oh she's missed it and then oh no she hasn't oh. and it was just I think it went from like I said nothing to like just hundreds a day it kind of turned our world upside down and it's been like that for 10 years now. Wow. That's madness. A hundred seizures a day. And she, that's she, been she constant. 300 was her maximum before, in, wow. before 2018. She was having 300 a day. Just it, it, 
there's not no, much no, time no. left in the day, no. is there, when you're no, having that many sleeps a day? Exactly that. Her quality of life was shocking, you know, and it's such a shame because she's such a happy little girl. Like, mm. if, I don't know if you've seen her social media, but she's always mm-hmm. smiling, always giggling, always, you know, she's got a tough life, bless her, but it doesn't bother her. She doesn't understand, yeah. which is probably a, you know, a, a positive thing that she doesn't understand is anything wrong with her, but she's such a happy little girl. And mm-hmm. to see her seizuring so much, just taking away that happiness and that quality of life that she really, really deserves mm. was just heartbreaking. So when she was four, yeah, after the first seizure, I suppose you were rushed into hospital and then you were figuring out what's wrong with her. And I suppose cannabis wasn't the first medicine you jumped to. Yeah. No, that's it. So I didn't know anything about it until 2018, really. And mm. um, obviously, Hannah Deacon was in the news with Alfie. Um, she's a very close friend of mine now, cool. and you know, her story inspired me to look into it because we tried 15 different anti-epileptic medications on the NHS in the in like since 2000 and whenever it was. I can't remember what year it was. She was diagnosed. Um, we've tried 15 different AEDs. She's had um, surgery and she's tried uh, ketogenic diet, everything. You can you name it, she's tried mm-hmm. it. Nothing's helped her. And the only, the only solution we had left was medicinal cannabis. Um, so, yeah, I did the whole, I want it, can you help us? They said no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she ended up in intensive care um, in London in 2018. And we spent almost two and a half months literally in and out of a coma because she was seizuring so much. And then actually while she was in hospital, Epidiolex was legalised. Right. uh, Which is the NHS isolate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I said to them, well, if you're not going to give me full extract, can she have Epidiolex? Um, And first of all, it was no, no, we can't prescribe it yet. I said, well, it's legalised yesterday. Like it should be on her bedside table tomorrow morning. If it's not, I'm taking this further. Hmm. And surprisingly, GW Pharma delivers it to her bedside table the next morning. Wow. So she, that, I, think she what... was, I think she was the first to get it in England. So you were so uh, persistent to get the epidiolex. So you knew al- already there was some evidence to say that using yes. cannabis could reduce the symptoms. Yes. Yeah. I, I've done my research I'd spoken to Hannah and and about Alfie. I'd looked mm-hmm. online because obviously there's lots of evidence around the world, but yeah. they don't want that. They want UK evidence and they haven't got that. Mm-hmm. So looking around the world, different countries, you know, America, Canada, Holland, they all use the medication widely and it helps the children. And we were at the point where we had nothing left to try. It was either this or I was going to lose my daughter. So I was very anti it to begin with. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, no, I'm not giving her drugs. You know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm a very like anti-drug myself. So it was a big right. thing for me to look into mm-hmm. this. And I was literally like, I have no other choice. I have to do this to, 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 to save her. If I don't, I, I don't know if it's going to help. If it, if, it, if it doesn't help, at least I tried. You know, yeah. it was kind of that mm-hmm. situation. So that's and what you've we already did. tried so many things as well. Exactly. You've tried fifteen different medications and different yeah. diets. And yeah, it's just crazy that they still give people difficulty when they're trying to get the you know just this medicine. But it's the only way that works, you know. They would rather do brain surgery than mm-hmm. give a child a plant to try. That's what makes me cringe. I think it's disgusting. It's madness, isn't it? Yeah, 
It yeah, must be so frustrating good. as well. It is. It's it's just it's 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 frustrating because the reasons they give for not prescribing make no sense. Mm-hmm. They say it's funding, but then she's been in hospital for twenty six uh, twenty six days now, um, in intensive care in London, and you think how much is that costing the NHS? But you know, a fraction of that would cover mm. her medication costs. So I can't see how funding is an issue. It's one of the one of the stupid. It's one of the most stupid things they say, and it frustrates me every time yeah. they say it's a funding issue. It's like you're lying. The amount of money that's shipped around the world on other things, we can afford to give one girl Definitely. some cannabis medicine. And in 2019, when we had this meeting with Matt Hancock um, yeah. at Parliament, he guaranteed us, the parents, that our children would not be blocked by funding. He, he, I've got it in the video. It says funding will not be an issue. And suddenly it's an issue. The other reason they give is un- it's unlicensed. But Tegan's on two other medications that are unlicensed and gets yeah. them absolutely no problem. So that's that's rubbish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the other the other the other reason is just lack of evidence. But they don't want to look for the evidence. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. If you look on the internet, it's worldwide. The UK is so far behind other countries. Yeah. It's it's just it's sad. It's really sad that in this day and age we are fighting with the government. We have the NHS to keep our children alive mm. on a plant that nobody has ever died from a cannabis overdose, as far as I'm aware. Yep, saying I don't know anybody either. It's, it, it makes no sense, does it? Do, do no. you think that the there has to be some kind of agenda with the government on why yes. it's still illegal? One hundred million percent. Yes, it's all about money. Mm-hmm. It's all about those people in. Oh, I've got to be careful how I say it. All, say, say it however you like here. You can say what you like. How it is. <laughs> All those people that are sitting in their, in their big comfy chairs at home with their money in certain pots, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Because as soon as they say, yes, we can prescribe for extracts cannabis oil, GW Farm are going to go out the window. They're going to yeah. lose them. They're going to lose their product. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Tegan's on Epidiolex now because we've run out of oil. We ran out in June when the company in Israel closed. So we had to go back to Epidiolex, and that's why we're in hospital now. Right. So the Epidiolex only worked to a certain extent. Did they work yeah. at all? So in 2018, November, she got Epidiolex for the first time. Mm-hmm. And for the first three months, it really helped. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna lie about it. It did really help her. It mm-hmm. stopped all of her seizures while she was awake. But wow. she, still, she still had sleeping seizures, which was to me mm. was humongous because she was having three hundred a day, you know. So it was like, wow, I've got my daughter back, and it was like, mm-hmm. this is amazing. I can't wait, you know, to see what her future's going to hold. And that was in November, and then by February they all started coming back, and oh, then by right. April she was just the worst again. And that's oh. when I went to Holland and got a private prescription from a doctor out there. Did you think it, that was because uh, she was getting resistant, uh, getting yeah. uh, building up tolerance? Yeah. To the, right. So Tegan does this a lot of medications. I know some a lot of children do, but Tegan's very. We got we call it her superpower. Right. Everything <laughs> she has, she builds up a tolerance to it, mm-hmm. including like her rescue medication that we have when you're trying to break seizures. That's another reason we end up in hospital because where she has the rescue medication so much, it stops working. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's built up a tolerance to. Um, 
the Epidiolex and then we started her on the full extract oil and she had a really good response to it. When when you went to the full extract oil, so you moved off the Epidiolex yeah. and gone off to the full yeah. extract. Cool. So yeah, so April 2019, we changed to a full extract oil from Holland, which is the one that is, is actually prescribed to three children in the UK. Right there. Currently, right now on the NHS. So when you go and buy it in Holland, is it uh, massively expensive? Yes, it worked out that brand originally was two and a half thousand pounds a month for Tegan. They, uh, yeah, you're still paying them similar prices now on the similar, uh, not quite yeah. as much because we're, we're on a different brand, so it's a little bit cheaper, but it's still mm. like thousands of pounds a month. It's just you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's terrible that they're expecting families to put this money forward to pay for their yeah. children. Yeah, yeah. But if it's you like it's some kind of extortion. It's it's it ridiculous. Is. It's disgusting. Definitely. man. So how do you get your medicine? Well, how how does you, how do you get Tegan's medicine now? So now there? we've we've got a private prescriber. Um, mm-hmm. so he doctor prescribes privately, and then it obviously gets sent to the pharmacy. They get it imported privately. Private pharmacy dispenses it to my home, and that's where the costs are because everything's private. It all mm-hmm. adds up. Right. So how do you raise money? How do you get two and a half grand a month to cover these? I, I spend my life fundraising. Oh, you know, I work two jobs. Obviously, mum's a Tegan, and I do anything I can to raise mm. money. I just think of any fundraising event you can do and do it. Her social media has been amazing. Yeah. We've got quite a big TikTok following and Instagram following. So cool. we've had quite a few people come forward and help us on there, which basically kept her alive for the last two years. Um. And now, obviously, things are slowing down because of everyone struggling for money. And mm. and it's been a long time, you know. I've been doing this. I've been raising money for five years. People are, I don't want to say bored of the story, but it's the same thing. Do you know what I mean? And to be honest, it's not their, it's not their job to look after my little girl. It should be my my job. I should be providing for her. So I yeah. I do find it a struggle to ask people for help. It takes but, a village to raise a child, you know, that's a saying for it a does. reason. And yeah. you know what, saying that, my local community have been absolutely amazing for the whole five years. But mm. like I say, it's tiring and there's only so much mm-hmm. you can do with, like, before repeating yourself. Like, I spent the whole summer every weekend doing boot fairs because that's the one thing that was helping, like, a little bit every week added mm. up. It wasn't quite enough, but it, it took a little bit of pressure off, you know? Yeah. And then again, all my all my village donated to me, and I sold the stuff. But it takes up time, so then you're missing out on time with Tegan. Yeah. So it's it's one of them, is that you just got to do what you've you got shouldn't to have to, should you? This is it. You shouldn't have no. to. It's so easy for them to just say, okay, provide it on the NHS, and then all of this can stop. Yeah, I could get my life back. <laughs> it, it, it must be so frustrating. You just fighting all the time for so long for five years you know it's 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 a chore man i'm not angry anymore i was angry to begin with now i've turned Mm. my angry determination and i'm just Mm. determined to get what she needs and i won't give in i suppose it's easy to be angry at first because you expect the government to be there to help you when you have these problems and then after just seeing them reject you so many times when yeah. there's such a simple solution with no clear good reason for it, yeah. then that's that's just that's going to, uh, I don't know, just build a different level of resentment towards yeah. them. You know? I think one of the hardest things for me is I, I know that I've seen, I've watched the, the, the videos of them in Parliament talking about Tegan and her story and her case. 
And mm. this actually just last week, her MP stood up and fought for Tegan in front That's of everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, why hasn't there been a meeting between you and the Department of Health? It was never, it never happened. They promised it wouldn't, it didn't. So now they're like, oh no, we'll guarantee it's going to happen. I haven't heard anything since. No wow. one's been on the phone to me to ask if Tegan's okay. You know, they knew she had intensive care in a coma when they had this, when they had this meeting last week. And nothing's been fed back to me yet. It's but, you know, if it, was one, if it was one of their children. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the laws would be changed. It would exactly. be done. But that's the thing. The law has changed. This is, this is what mm. make. people don't understand. People think it's still mm-hmm. legal. It, it was made legal in November 2018. But there were so many blockages. Everywhere you look, there's a block. Our, our local doctor, her epilepsy doctor, wants to prescribe on the NHS. But he's blocked because he's not on a specialist register. Her mm. specialist in London. So in 2019, when we got back from Holland, it got confiscated. Yeah. Somebody had to prescribe it privately in the UK to get it released. Her doctor at her L- London hospital is also a private doctor. He prescribed privately to release it from customs. The NHS hospital then dispensed it through their pharmacy. Right? Get this. Yeah. The second time I went, it got taken off me again, even though I had his private prescription with me. They took it off me for not having an import license. So, again, it went to wherever it was, customs. And then the same hospital, NHS hospital, paid the import fee and dispensed it again through the NHS for me. When I Somebody... asked him for... This, 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 this gets even better. So when I asked him for, for a prescription for the third time for myself to go over there, just so I had a copy of one, he said to me, I can't prescribe privately anymore. And I was like, why? I've been told I'm not allowed to. So wow. basically, he's been threatened his job by the NHS, even though he was prescribing privately. But the, the most confusing thing for that is they set everything up to dispense it. They put it through their pharmacy. I When I picked it up, there was a green prescription. Damn. And the green ones are NHS. The red ones are, pub- are private. So you think, hold on a minute. You've done all the legwork. You've got it mm-hmm. through your you've got it through your pharmacy. Yeah. But because you're you capable of pay- doing it. Yeah. So now this doctor, who's her NHS doctor, cannot prescribe privately for her. He was blocked. <laughs> just makes you wonder why don't it that's crazy man. Money. Yeah. So there, there are doctors that want to prescribe but there's a blocks everywhere you turn there's a blockage we went for an ifr individual funding request um went to our local ccg it got rejected you know if there's no funding there's no prescription it's it's just it makes you sick nice guidelines so nice when... guidelines Sorry, I mean, like, what? Because it was legalized in 2018, and you yeah. didn't get cannabis medicine for Tegan until 2019. Is that right? No, we got epidiolex in 2018 because right. she was in intensive care October to December mm-hmm. in 2018. So we got epidiolex at the beginning of November, and we were released home the beginning of December with the epidiolex because right. she got better. But then obviously she got worse in February. So then in April, I went to Holland and I got the full extract oil. So she started cannabis oil or cannabis medication in 2018, but it was the CBD isolate Epidiolex. And then we switched to full extract oil in April 2019. Right. 
but then we obviously the company that made her oil from Israel because we switched a couple of years ago to an Israel oil and they closed in I think it was June July this year so obviously our oil was non-existent we had to find a new supplier and was you able to find one no hence now we're back on Epidiolex for the last couple of months and now she's in hospital because again it helps her for a little while then it stops working Mm-hmm. So she's been on that for a few months and now we're back in hospital. We've been seizuring for 20, 29, 29 days, constantly seizuring. She's Damn. been, she's had ridiculous amounts of rescue medication every day, probably at least three or four lots of rescue medication a day. She's been intubated for 20, uh, 48 hours. She's now been extubated on Friday um, and she started seizuring again Saturday evening and she hasn't stopped since. Um, and essentially, but, all this would stop if she got the full extract cannabis oil. Yes. And I got told on Friday that there's a new one available in the UK like, for us to get now. So I've just got a prescription at the weekend and I ordered it yesterday morning and it should be here Thursday. So I am literally now like hanging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. medication is going to help her because right now there's no other options they don't know what to do with her the doctors are literally lost they're just throwing medication at her because they don't know how to stop her seizure in throwing medication at her except for the one that works exactly that all the ones that have got side effects and now compromise her breathing which had never happened before she's been on oxygen for the last three days because it's making her breathing difficult and making her work really hard to breathe her oxygen levels are dropping you know, if you just gave her the cannabis oil, none of that would happen. It just makes you sick. It really does. It does. It's absolutely shocking, man. It's and disgusting. And if you saw how small she is, she's 14, but she's tiny. She's she's lost three kilos being in hospital. She's 28 kilos. You Damn. know, she's tiny. And the medications are just knocking her out. And then today, she's had um, three different rescue medications today, which would, they keep saying to me, they would knock out an elephant like a horse. They would, you know, she's laying there just looking at me like, mum, what's going on? Like, I'm still awake. I can't sleep. Because every time she goes to sleep, she has a seizure, which wakes her up again. But she's full of these drugs and they've done nothing for her today. She's just laying there just looking at me and I'm just heartbroken because I can't fix her. Of course, man. Don't the doctors, like, know to... You're going to go in there. Hopefully the cannabis oil arrives tomorrow and you can mm-hmm. go to the... And you, then you will be able to go to the hospital and give it to her, right? They're not going to try yeah, and prevent yeah, that. Yeah, they're, right. they're really supportive. We okay. have got really... We've got, our doctors are really, really lovely. We're very lucky. They are very supportive and they understand that they don't know what else to do with her. They know cannabis works for Tegan. They know she needs the combination of CBD and THC and all the other bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, CBD is not enough for her. Mm-hmm. And we're very lucky because I know some doctors and hospitals do stop you from doing it. But we are lucky. We've got their support. That's crazy how they would stop her. It just makes no sense, man. Makes no no sense. Would the doctors be taking notes and passing it on to the higher uppers or is this just above their pay grade? I think, to be honest, I think it's above their pay grade. I think Mm. her specialists here do want to help because, again, they're very, they have been very supportive and they understand that I'm going to give her this oil as soon as it gets here. Mm. They're fine with it. But I do think it's the people that sit in the office, you know, with all the money and, behind the keyboard haven't got a clue how it's affecting our children yeah are the ones that could make the change nice guidelines say it's not recommended 
but it doesn't say that you cannot you cannot prescribe and that's the issue we've got to we've got to get the government to step up and say to doctors you can prescribe the nice guidelines are just guidelines they are not rules and that's the problem do you think that's going to change anytime soon is there anything I bloody in the hope so. yeah of course I don't, yeah. you know what i i want to be hopeful i want to be positive but mm. it's already been five years i, yeah, I don't know right. you know they want trials they want randomized trials they're going to take a long time 10 years you can't yeah. put our kids on on rcts it, it's not it, it's it wouldn't work no you can't do that that's that's putting their lives at risk mm. You know, they, you just need to give the kids that have got the medication, give them even, even a funding pot to fund it, you know, just help the families. It's not just me. It's not a family in such situation as I am, but I'm very public about it. I speak out about it a lot because I think it's disgusting and I will do whatever yeah. I can to help my daughter and others. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's lots of us that are in a the situation. There's some parents that haven't got private access that are going to the black market and giving their child whatever they can get their hands on. And that's yeah. awful, but they're in a situation, but they're desperate. Because you'd do you know? anything. That's just exactly. the way it is. It just makes you sick that you've got to do that. You've got to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I put myself in a situation to be arrested. I wasn't arrested. I was, you know, I was taken to one side, spoken to. And to be fair, Border Force were, were really lovely with me. Yeah, because they they're normal people, aren't they? You know exactly. And do you know what? They were mums and dads, mm, and mm-hmm. you know, they found out after my passport had been marked. So every time I went abroad, I got stopped wherever I went. And I spoke to one of the guys that stopped me at the gate when I wasn't actually carrying anything. And he, I, he said to me, "Oh, um, your passport's marked." I said, "Oh yeah, I know it is." And he said, "Oh, can I ask what's what it's about?" And I told him, and he said, "I'd to be a dad of a child of epilepsy." Wow. And he was like, "Do you know what? I get it. I'd do the same thing." He said, I don't mm-hmm. blame you at all. And these people, they're just doing their job. And I know, like, they could have let me go, but they're just doing their job. And they were really nice. They were really kind. They understood. And so they actually yeah. apologised. And it made it a bit easier for me that they weren't difficult and arrogant. Yeah. But it's They nice probably felt me. bad for finding it. You know, it's like yeah. if they could just ignore it next time. You know? Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, I made it very public. So they had to stop me. Because I I don't right. shy away from things. I made it very obvious on social media what mm-hmm. I was doing, where I was going. Um, in a way, I kind of wanted that to happen to people to see how desperate. Yeah. We that's were how you get in the news, isn't it? This is how you get more awareness to these problems. Exactly. That's that. You know, people can look at it two ways. They can look at it as you could have just brought it back for yourself and got on with it and not told anyone. I could have done, but that's not helping anybody yeah. else. No. And that's not helping me long term. Exactly. The long term fight is to get a prescription paid for. I don't want to keep paying for it monthly. I can't afford to keep paying for it monthly. Nobody can. That's two and a half grand a month. Exactly. Exactly. That doesn't add that that's not including normal household living, which is expensive oh, no. nowadays no, in no. the UK as well. That's it's just ridiculous. medication. Damn. Yeah. It's bad. Have you had to ever resort to going to the black market to get hold of some FICO? Luckily not. Right. No, we haven't. And obviously the difference with epilepsy cannabis oil is the CBD and THC ratio is the opposite yeah. to street cannabis. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't actually help, Tegan. I've had lots of people message me and say, I can get you this, you know, we can help mm-hmm. you. And obviously mm-hmm. very grateful. But I have to explain to them that I'm not being ungrateful or rude. It's just it yeah. wouldn't help her. That's right. And that's, you know, people don't understand that. People just think cannabis is cannabis. And that's mm-hmm. where 
we have to explain the story about it also. Yeah. That's it. We've yeah. spoken to uh, many, many medical cannabis mums, we call them. We've had Hannah on the show, Joanne yeah. Griffiths, Rachel, yeah. Rachel Rankmore, uh, Karen Gray. We've had yeah. lots of you guys on the show and they've all said the same thing. You need a boat. specific kind of medicine. You can't just that's have it. it. Not any yeah. random cannabis is going to work. You know, it has to be the right ratios. Yeah, that's it. And also, all children react differently. You know, children mm-hmm. can only have a very, very tiny amount of THC. Even like a, um, an epilepsy medication with a high THC just knocks her out. She has to have a very low, low amount of THC in her medication. Mm-hmm. Whereas other children can tolerate a higher THC. She just can't. So all children react differently. And also, people think it's a cure. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never said that this medication has cured Tiga's epilepsy. It hasn't. She still has seizures every day. She still has bad days. But her quality of life is so much better. I use how many her... how many seizures does she have on an average day when she has the, the FICO? Um, it changes daily. She can have mm. five or she can have 150. It wow. honestly depends how she is it, it, her her epilepsy is so complex mm. we've been told we actually she's the most complex epileptic child in kent um oh. so you know every day is different you never know what she's going to be like when she wakes up she could wake mm. up absolutely fine and then in an hour's time be clustering for hours it's it's or she can wake up clustering and then in 10 minutes be absolutely fine is she's just such a a difficult child to predict what's going to happen you never mm-hmm. know so do you think with that, the uh with the right balance of thc and cbd that you could get it reduced even more you, you know more like a, a more of a bespoke kind of medicine do you think that i'd hope work? so i i think i i think we might get there one day but at the moment we're still like trying to adapt to, yeah. to what works and what what strengths and ratios and again good days and bad days it's just you never know what's going to happen yeah, you live your life uh, waiting for your phone to ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. It must be so scary. It's terrifying for any parent. Being a parent is fucking terrifying. You're always scared mm. for your kids. You know, to yeah. have a child with, you know, the health problems that your daughter has, it's, uh, it's got to be scary, man. Yeah, it's tough. How long's Tegan been in hospital? You say 29 days. We've been in hospital 21 days today. Right. Um, she's been seizuring for 29 days straight. <sighs> And before she ran out of the cannabis medicine, how long was it before her, uh, you know, the other hospital, another hospital visit before then? So the the last admission was during the first lockdown because we ran out of oil and money. Um, She came in, she, again, she was intubated um, within a week of being on Epidiolex again. Um, Intubated, extubated the next morning. We got an anonymous donation come in, um, of two thousand pounds, got a batch of medication sent to the hospital. Within two days, we were home. She was running around the house. Damn. And before that was two thousand and eighteen when she was here for two months, like two and a half months. Um, before we even started cannabis oil. So yeah, she's been in hospital once, and now. It's just when years. she's run out of medicine. It's just ridiculous yeah. that they don't see that this pattern forming. You know it's... exactly. She is the evidence. They want evidence. Mm. There's my daughter. You know, she's basically done what they've asked. We've transferred from full extract to an isolate. Look what's happened. Put her back on the on the full extract. She's good. Take her off it again. She's bad. I don't know how else we can prove this is what she needs. Makes me so angry. 
Imagine how it makes me feel. Oh, no, that's for sure. Is I don't know how I don't know how all you mums do it, man. It's absolutely it's crazy. Just, honestly, it, it's I can't even put it into words how angry it makes me at times. And the most the most thing that makes it the worst is that there's three children in the UK that have got full mm. extract cannabis oil on the NHS. Yeah. So you know, don't get me wrong. I love Hannah to bits. She's a very good mm. friend of mine. Mm-hmm. No, we understand Alfie, completely. Alfie you know, deserves the world. All yeah. children they, deserve you the world. all deserve it on the NHS. It's, exactly. It's... So why is it okay for three mm-hmm. children, two in Ireland and one in England, to have medical cannabis on the NHS, but not my daughter and not our children who deserve it, who need it, who to keep them alive? They need it, but they're not allowed it because nobody wants to pay for it. But it's okay for those three because they've already got it. Disgusting. It makes me sick. <laughs> if in, in any other way, that would be discrimination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why, yeah. why is it so different with cannabis? I don't understand. Like, like they say, they don't have enough studies, stigma. but they'll the give stigma. you. Yeah, yeah. The stigma is a big. Do you know what my biggest argument is? And it's probably going to upset a lot of people, but mm. I don't care anymore. And I say it to anyone who <laughs> listens: people that choose to go down the route of taking heroin that kind of medical that kind of drug right Mm. if they want to stop they can go to a pharmacy and they can get their replacement medication tegan wasn't tegan didn't choose to have epilepsy tegan was born with this condition she got epilepsy with that with no choice but she cannot have a plant that will keep her alive paid for by the nhs but somebody who is addicted to heroin can get methadone on the nhs Yeah, I can see what you can see what you mean there. It's that just more one, hypocrisy. That is one it? of my biggest bugbears. I don't judge people. I've got no judgment mm. at all. But in that respect, it makes me sick. Yeah. As a mum of a very, as a mum of a very very poorly child, that infuriates me. It's just not fair, man. And that's the biggest thing: the injustice of all yeah. of this, and the kids that suffer. There's so many yeah. kids in the same situation as Tegan. What's it going to take? My daughter to die? You know, no. uh, will, they, will they do anything then? Probably not. Mm. If You know, there's been children that have passed away that could probably have been, you know, saved with medical cannabis, but yeah. never got the opportunity. I know a couple in America that have got Tegan's chromosome deficiency that didn't get the chance to get cannabis oil. One parent, bless him, was on his way back from picking it up and she passed away. Oh God! You know it. It, it must be terrifying every single day for does. you, man. It does. You know these children at risk of SUDEP. It. It just you go to bed and you think, is my am I going to wake up? So my daughter being awake, or if she sleeps in, I don't want to go in the bedroom just in case. God. It's like that kind of fear doesn't leave you, and if she was on cannabis oil. Obviously, that fear wouldn't disappear because it's always going to be there, but it would be reduced because I know that she wouldn't be seizuring as much. Mm-hmm. And you know, oh, it's just, oh, it's just tough. It's really, really tough. Mm. It's, it's I try not to get too emotional yeah. about tough. I try no, you, you, you must have some thick skin by now. To you know, the amount of time you yeah. have to feel this emotion and try and bury it back down again because you don't have time to be emotional. You've got to no. go through all this and have yeah. these ridiculous fights that you shouldn't even have to have 
because yeah. we've got ignorant, obtuse people who run the government. There's plenty of right. money for this, and they have the they have the capability to give all of these children the medicine they need mm -hmm. tomorrow. Well, look done. how fast they got the COVID jabs through. You know, these things mm. can be done. They yeah. can get things through just like that. The health secretary, I'm I'm appealing to her now because she's a mum. The new health secretary is a mum. So I'm we're mm. trying to uh, I appeal to her. The other day, when I when she was in Parliament, I said, as a mum, can she help us? You know? She is yeah. the person that can, can get our kids prescribed on NHS. She's the one that's got the power. Will she do it? Mm, not very hopeful. I don't think you can get into positions of power like that and uh, do things which you agree with. I think you're there, to, you know, just to toe the line, man. Just, mm. just to do as you're told. That's how you get those positions. It's a shame, uh, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like what it, people need to tell her, you know, what if this was your child? Yeah. What would you do? Yeah, exactly. It's just like the stories don't get out enough as well. You know, this needs to be brought out on the news every single day to make yeah. everybody aware of it until something changes. You know, this is yeah. a huge injustice. It is. It's massive. And but the only thing is, we I find Tegan's only ever getting support from the media when she's in hospital, when she's poorly. Mm. Yeah, the worst times. Exactly. And unfortunately, Ooh. they don't see how bad things are at home sometimes on a bad day. Just because she's not in hospital, things aren't great. You know, things aren't good every day. She needs the medication paid for. Mm -hmm. It just makes uh, me sick. Just how do you do it? Man? How do you balance two jobs? Is it, have you, do you have any other children? No, no, just Tegan. It's it's hard work, man. You know, kids are hard work anyway. But yeah. When they, when they have uh, epilepsy, it must be difficult. You know, I, I don't know what it's like, man. It's hard to even comprehend. It, it must be so fucking difficult for you every day. It is. It is hard. I've got... I've got a really good support network. Like my partner, her dad's brilliant. Um, and I've got a good care team. My family, you know, everyone rallies around. It's, I've got a really good support network. Luckily, mm -hmm. you know, some people mm -hmm. haven't. I'm very grateful for that. But yeah, it's tiring. It's more, I struggle more with the fundraising because it just drains you. Yeah. I enjoy arranging events. I enjoy planning things. But it's the pressure of if I don't raise X amount of money, Tegan's going to suffer. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not a fun, it's not a fun thing to do because there's that much pressure on you. You have to find this much money. And then obviously if you put money in, you have to make sure you get more than enough money out to make it worth doing it. Yeah. So, and it's just, and also asking, like you literally have to beg people to help you. And mm -hmm. that's not good for me. I'm not good at that. I, you have to kind of forget about your self-respect and just, Put your child first. Uh, I don't, no, I think it's different, though. Is I wouldn't say it's begging for money. I know it must feel like that, but anybody who like hears it. your story would understand and happily give whatever they can spare to, you know, for, mm. for the cause. Because anybody can empathise with the situation that you're in. Yeah, it, it's hard. It, yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. So when uh, when she has the medicine when it comes in in the next couple of days, mm -hmm. uh, is it like on the same day she'll be getting back home with you? Probably not because at the moment she's not even eating. She's on a uh, NG tube. Um, she hasn't been out of bed for three and a half weeks. Um, so we're going to have to do a little bit of work getting her safe to come home. Plus oh. where she's now 
having breathing issues every time she has rescue we need to make sure that if that happens at home I've got supplies at home to keep her safe because it's never happened before it's only started happening recently um so I'm hoping if the medication should be here by Thursday at the latest or Thursday or Friday at the latest I'm hoping Thursday if I can get her on it straight away give her a couple of days on it we should see turnaround pretty quickly we'll keep it everything crossed here right now um and i'm hoping to be out of hospital by the latest next weekend that is my plan <sighs> terrible and it to be stuck in the hospital for that long as well yeah. and is she awake do, do you talk to her yeah yeah i talked to her so Te- mm-hmm. tegan's got no understanding um she's like a baby she's got a, a learning disability um okay. but i talk to talk away to her she loves to cuddle mm. um she's always try, she's trying to smile but she's just so drugged up i haven't really seen her smile for for a long time and that's a bit sad um yeah because she's known for her smile and unfortunately it's not around at the moment and when she's on the cannabis medicine do you reduce the other medicines that she's taken as yeah, well yeah so she'll she'll come off the epidiolex and the clobazam right. which she has to have because she has epidiolex it's another Another yeah. book you have to tick. Yeah. Um, she'll come off both of them and go straight onto the oil. And they actually introduced a new AED last week to try and break this cycle, which didn't work. And they've said that when we start the oil, she'll come off that one as well. Yeah, so just uh, try this drug on your child, but don't try no that more. cannabis now. God, the, one damn. the one she's trying now, she's trialing it. She's got another week for an increase. She had to have an echocardiogram before she could have it because it, can bring on cardiac issues and then if you're on it you have to have an echocardiogram every six months as a like preventive that's the kind of medication they are giving children rather than cannabis oil and when you get this cannabis oil then because you know you get normal medication say normal medications but that's a (laughs) that's a fucking wide term that is but you know you read the instructions on it it'd be like this this can cause your kidneys to fail yeah. and all of these different things. Yeah. You know, when you open the cannabis medicine, does yeah. it have any like side effects with that? Does it? No. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it probably says the do only, not operate heavy machinery. Effect, yeah. The only side effects you might get, if you, if you were to get or take a higher dose or too much THC, you just might get a bit sleepy. And that's, Terrible. that's, happened, that's happened to Tegan once or twice you know we've we've, we've <laughs> tried to increase it but it's been a little bit too much she's got a bit sleepy so i'll put it back down again within 24 hours she's back to normal mm-hmm. so you what know? kind of dosage is that cannabis medicine she's taking i assume it's mixed with um a carrier oil as well right um I, yes it is you're going to get scientific on me now aren't you i'm going to know. try not to i don't usually <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the scientifics behind it but mm. yes it is mixed with a carrier oil um, and they all come in different ratios and different strengths. So the new mm. one we're getting, I'm not sure what it is, but I know that her doctors made it as close to what she was on before as he could. Mm. If that makes sense. So yeah. she was on a, like a 20 to 1 ratio. The 20 yeah. CBD, 1, 1 THC. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I think that I think this one is stronger but she'll have less of it if that, I, don't, I don't really know to be honest i'm just going by what 
professor says he's the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you know and you should about, be able but... to do that. You should be able to just rely on what the doctor. Yeah, has. they I... should know about this stuff by to now. To be honest, I haven't got the time or the patience to learn that much about the medication. I know mm. that I know there's a lot to it. It's not a very simple plant, is it? There's a lot to it. I know it's got CBD. And yeah, THC. but. Bits you know, it's not for you to learn about is it exactly. you don't need to learn not. about paracetamol you don't need to learn about <laughs> antibiotics the doctor provides exactly. because he's done the study and you shouldn't yeah. have to study this this is not and for if you. they do the job give it to the kids that's it done yeah, yeah. craziness man yeah. we've got uh, caroline gisborne in the chat here do you know caroline uh i don't know uh, uh, she oh, has an epileptic son uh mitch oh i think i think she's in I don't know surnames. I know a lot of first names. She might be in one of the groups I'm in. I think she probably, might be Probably. Yeah. Yeah. She said, I really hope the oils work, Emma. Yeah. And you're both home ASAP. It's shocking that oh, we're still here you. five years later, having to beg for money and our children's meds. Do you get on? I mean, I noticed when well, the wife came into me, she's she's like, she came into the office. She's like, have you seen this fucking story here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's have a look. And I was like, oh man, that's fucking shocking. I've got to see if I can find Emma on the internets and get her on the show. So, you know, I did, uh, you know, did some research, found you on Facebook and then yeah. got, got you on the show. So, you know, thanks for coming to join us. No worries. But do you get on, on media often over the last few years? Because I know you said you was on the, on, in newspapers back in 2019 when you. Yeah, got, locally. Uh, like, my local community are brilliant. Like, there's the radio, Radio Kent get me on there quite a lot just to keep up with Tegan how she's doing nice um yeah they're very good I was on this morning actually funnily enough um Ooh. but yeah like again when she's poorly in hospital they'll be on like on the phone can we interview you anything comes up in the media nationally about cannabis oil I normally get a phone call from a couple of local papers radio stations just to, to check in see how Tegan's doing just cool. see how I'm getting on with the the fight. So yeah, we we we've got pretty good communications. I've always been very open to everybody, um, and I think that's the way that's the way to do it. Really, is to be honest, open, and just say like how it is. That's yeah, kind you, of. You say uh, you've got a decent TikTok following as well. Yeah. Would it be a good idea? Because you know you got to try and use these social networks to your advantage as much as oh, possible. I have. But you should do like a day, you know, she gets a cannabis medicine back. Yeah. And then just be like day one cannabis medicine, day two, and keep a running diary of it. And That's then a really good the, idea, actually. Yeah. In, in the future, if you've run out again, people who have been following the channel and seeing the progress every day yeah. will see the difference. And that will yeah, be. So yeah. I, I did that before, actually. I did a video of before and after mm. um, about in lockdown. And I did right. a video of what Tegan was like before before we ran out, and then after we ran out, and it it's just it's it shows exactly how it changed her life. Hmm. Yeah. Do you get any problems? We all get these problems on social networks about cannabis. You know, because you're getting cannabis medicines, you must be shadow banned. Do you get posts yeah. blocked and things like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow banned. I lost my account a few times. I lost my main account on TikTok, and I had to start again. And then I got to like 70,000 followers and then they banned me completely. So I had to appeal and I got it back. Um, I lost my Instagram account, but I got that back. I lost my backup account on TikTok. So I made a backup account when I lost my main account. Lost a backup account on TikTok. It's just because of what it's about and they just don't like it. So they just yeah. ban you. And, but but I love it though, is, you know, I lost my TikTok, got that back. Instagram got that back. You ain't messing yeah. about, you know? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't mess about it. If I want something, I'm going to get it. And that's what I said mm. from the beginning. I need Tegan's have a prescription. I'm not going to give it to her. She gets one. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they can 
They can get sick of me. They can ignore me. They can ignore my emails, ignore my calls. I'm not going to give up. This is my child's life. You know, you, you don't do that. As a parent, you just keep fighting. My child can't talk. She can't fight for herself. I'm her voice. I will fight for her until there's no breath left inside me. Mm -hmm. So I won't give in. I'm like one of them annoying flies that leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be done, man. And any parent would do exactly the same thing as you. you this is what you have to do. You, yeah, you'd hope so anyway. Yeah. It's Definitely. just a shame, but you have to do it. And even, it you know, is. just still Stop five it. years later, still here. Has there been any change? Has there been any sign of hope whatsoever? Or has um, it just been a struggle? I think there was a little bit of hope at one point because I think there was a prescription um done in again in I think it was Ireland. Um but no nothing in the UK. There's been lots of yeah we'll help you, yeah we'll do this, yeah we'll do that and then nothing's actually happened. There's been lots of talks of let's start trials and then the trials have never happened. Mm -hmm. Um you know they could be recording the children that have got prior prescriptions as evidence and they're not. Um you know, all these things that could be happening, they don't seem to be bothered. There's more important things in the world to them, which I don't want to discuss because I don't agree. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's things that they're finding more important than keeping our children alive, Yeah, which I just think's Keeping their pockets wrong. filled. That's what it's all exactly, about. Exactly, that's what it is. Like that, you know, it's all about money and mm -hmm. not being funny. Born oh, you... into this world and you expect oh, you, to be You broke up there, oh no. You said I'm not being funny, and then broke up, and we didn't hear get to see what you were being funny about. You know? oh, uh, did <laughs> Sorry, I? what did you say? Yeah, you I just broke know, up for a few seconds. What did I say? Uh, um, uh, I don't know. You were ranting about government. Ranting? Oh, don't stop! Don't start me off because I'll I'll go off on one about the government. Oh, we we uh, have many listeners of of this show, and every <laughs> week we we have these things called Mackie rants, where I just go off on one about how fucking useless the uk government is and yeah. how much we are absolutely sick of their shit man this is yeah. beyond a joke now we need legislation in this country you know yeah and i always say as well you know the first thing we need to do over everything you know forget about recreational use and sitting in the coffee shop or growing your own supply at home forget about all of that right now what we need to do is we need to make sure the kids have their medicine and when mm. they have their medicine, we can move on to the other things. But let's focus on what's important right now. Yeah. It's just shocking, but it's taken us five years. And still, we wouldn't know where from where yeah. we were back yeah. in 2018. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. We honestly thought... No, some things we, have changed because we... there's been new companies that have came out and earned a shitload of money from prescribing cannabis from people. Yeah. 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 That's all that's changed. Yeah. And, you know, it's ridiculous that they, yeah. they can do that. It makes you sick. But the saddest thing is that there's only there's one doctor in the UK prescribing. His books are closed. When our when Tegan's doctor retired in July this year, there right. wasn't another yeah. doctor prescribed for her. She was going to be without a doctor. Yeah, a lot because of kids suffered with other... that problem, didn't they? Yeah. Sorry? A lot of kids suffered with that problem. I think yeah. it prescribed to a lot of kids. Yeah, I think there's about 50 children that, that were suffering because this doctor was retiring because mm -hmm. of the pressure he was getting from everyone from prescribing for children. So he retired, and then we were like, we haven't got a doctor, because the one that was supposed to come forward fell through, because, again, BPNA, blah, 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 all that pressure didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So we were very lucky that a doctor previously who prescribed came out of retirement for the third time. Yeah, that's Mike Barnes, right? Yeah, 
We love Mike Barnes. He's a legend. Yeah. He is the best. Honestly, he's kept my daughter alive. You know, he was the first one to help us and he's been by our side from day one. And he came out of retirement for a third time. I think it was a third time, maybe second. I think it's third to, to keep our kids safe. You know, now temporarily he's prescribing for our children yeah. until we get a new doctor. But it makes you sick that there's only two doctors in the UK now that, are, that can prescribe for our children. What if Madness. something happens to one of them? But they'll brush it under the carpet. They won't say anything. They'll make sure nobody finds out about it because that's what they do. It's just awful. Absolutely awful. And all the children that can't get on those books are now suffering because doctors are scared and don't feel supported mm. to prescribe. Uh, do you think we've got this uh, autumn, what's it called? I don't know, autumn brief, I don't know, autumn budget. I don't know, some crap they're talking about. I- I've stopped paying any attention to what they're doing nowadays because I don't care anymore. No. Uh, they're doing some kind of budget or something. You think there'll be any mention of this in no. there? Absolutely. No, nothing. Just terrible, man. It is. I'm at the point now where I don't hold out much hope for mm. anything to happen soon, anytime soon. Not why yeah. all this crisis is going on with everywhere else. It seems to be everywhere around the world is more important than our own children. <laughs> damn, damn. You know? Yeah, absolutely right. God, it's got to be so... Because I get pissed off, I do. And like I said, I go on rants on the show every week, a couple of times a week sometimes. Like these motherfuckers now, David Cameron's back. Yay. You know, <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Trying to make out yeah. like it's a good thing. But anyway, gosh, man, it just be. And that's me as a normal person. You know, I just yeah. have to pay too much fucking tax. <laughs> you know, that's my <laughs> biggest problem because we just pay too many taxes right now. Yeah. But for you, the, the rage you must feel. I mean, some days you must be able to just keep yourself busy, plow through and not even think about it. But on some days, where you sit there and you think about the situation they've put you in and how you're getting no help. You must get so fucking angry. I think, I think I, this, the last week I've been in London and to hear our MP stand up the other day and say, Tegan's across the road in intensive care right now as we speak because we haven't helped her yeah. get her prescription. That hit me. That really hit me because... I kind of put it to the back of my mind that why we're here and why we're still Mm -hmm. fighting and who can help and who can't. And then when you actually listen to an MP standing up in parliament and say about Tegan being here because of them, you're like, actually, do you know what? You're damn right. She is. She's here because you haven't helped her. Mm -hmm. And then we did a, we did a March um, last week through parliament dressed as big inflatable unicorns trying to attract attention for helping our children. And I did an interview with um, the BBC and normally I'm very strong and I'm very um, firm and very direct in my interviews. And they asked me a question and I just collapsed, literally just broke into tears. And I thought to myself, this is because I'm in hospital and I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here with Tegan. She should be at home. I shouldn't have Mm -hmm. to be stuck in a ward for 20 odd days looking after my child who's who can't even smile and sit up and enjoy her day and i'm here because the government and the nhs don't want to help her and it just got to the point where it's got too much and when they asked me the question what can what can anyone do i was i was like i don't know and i just cried and i never i never cry and i just thought to myself 
I can't do this anymore. And I think because I've got time to sit, I'm sitting around watching her seizure, watching her suffering. And I think that's making me more and more angry and more and more to the point where I don't know how much long, how much more fight I've got in me. But then I sleep for a couple of hours. I wake up and I'm like, let's do this again. I'm not going to give up. But it's mm -hmm. hard just mm -hmm. for just just being a parent's hard being a parent where like i said earlier on you've got you've got to raise money for your child to keep them safe that's pressure that nobody should have to feel mm -hmm. no parent should go through what we have to go through as parents if, if it's children we shouldn't be in this situation and we shouldn't have been left in it for five years yeah and we shouldn't be left in it for another god knows how long i know a family that sold their house just to fund their daughter's medication. No yeah. way should you be in that situation. You know, that it just makes you sick. You're like, oh, I, I just, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop ranting. Just, but... No, no, carry on. Carry on, man. It's... <laughs> My rant is rather than yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You take a little bit of weight off my shoulders. You, know? you, you do some rant. Here you go. It's yeah. just, it just, oh, I wish there was some logic to it because there isn't. I can't mm -hmm. see and that's it, and it that's that's the worst thing. There's no rationality behind the reasons. Right. It's like you're saying they've let you down and they have not given you the medicine. And it's not mm -hmm. just that they can help so easily. Mm -hmm. It it's it's 10 minutes, quick meeting, sign a thing, it's with you tomorrow. Yeah. They have it's not you're not asking for too much. No. You know, you're just asking for some help. Yeah. And they can't even provide it when it'd be so easy for them to do that. I don't, just... I, honestly, all I'm asking to do is help my daughter. Mm -hmm. And they just don't want to. They just don't want to. It's so bad, man. It's, it's yeah. always terrible to hear the thing when we have these interviews with, you know, with you guys, with the medical moms, man, and just to, to know the struggle that you have to go through every single day. It's just it's shocking. Yeah. It's just hard to hear this kind of stuff, man. It's, it's... Even like the nurses and the wards, they're, they're fantastic here. They're really good. And they mm -hmm. just don't get it. They don't understand why they, they can't prescribe it, like why she can't have it. You know, they're sitting here watching her with me, literally like in tears because of how poorly she is, how much she's in, knowing there's nothing we can do to help her. And they're like, why won't they prescribe it? They just don't get it. People, the NHS... There are some members of staff that are like, we want to help you, mm -hmm. but they can't. It's not it's not in their job description to be able to help us. But it's just it's just shocking that people above don't see how desperate our children are. Surely they see it. Maybe they just don't care, man. Maybe they are just that psychopathic now. Maybe they Maybe are just focusing on making profits for themselves and don't care about anybody else. I honestly feel like sometimes I should just take Tegan when she's at her worst and put her in the middle of Parliament and say, look, this is what you're doing to my daughter. This is what I go for on a daily basis. You know, I share videos quite um, vulnerable videos of Tegan on social media but I do it for these reasons people need to see what we're, what we're dealing with on a daily basis why yeah. we're fighting this hard for our children and also yeah. I use it to spread awareness obviously for her condition mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff but people need to see that 
we are desperate. Yeah. Our children are suffering because of this. And I will continue to use our following on our social media platforms to do this until we get prescriptions for our kids. Damn. I hope I hope tomorrow the law changes. Ugh. I'll keep my fingers and my legs and my toes and my hair and everything crossed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But I'm like you, I've given up hope as well. It's that bad that it's actually laughable in a way, isn't it? All you can do is laugh. That's all you can do. If you don't laugh, you cry. I spend most of my life crying. So yeah, laughing. You know, freak out, man. And then you go doing silly things you shouldn't be doing. Make the situation worse. Yeah. Because gonna keep going, keep fighting, keep shouting, keep screaming. That's it. Just keep keep screaming. Just keep doing it. it. You know, it is making a difference. The, the more you do it, the more it gets noticed, the less yeah. stigma there is. You know, do you know I got a message from somebody a few weeks ago and it made me feel like I've done this for a reason because I, I get quite a lot of, you know, negative and trolling messages about what I'm doing and stuff. And I wow. just ignore them because, you know, I'm doing it yeah, for Yeah, because they're fucking idiots, man. Ignore Pretty them. <laughs> you just ignore them. You, but social media, isn't it? You're always going to get them yeah. somewhere. But I got a message from somebody um, and he said to me, I can't remember exact wording, but the gist of it was he saw my story of Tegan's story going to Holland back in 2019. And it made him aware that there was medicinal cannabis to treat other conditions as well. And I can't remember what he had, but he's, I think he had like some kind of pain disorder. And he he managed to get some cannabis oil um from I don't know where he from, but he managed to to find some and get some and source some. He's been using it for the last couple of years. His life's changed, and he said that's nice. all because of you and your story. And I was like, that, you know what? Yeah, that makes it all worth it. Just mm-hmm. knowing that one person has benefited from hearing what I've done for Tegan, what we've been through, makes it all worth it. Yeah, and I'm sure there's many more than just that one guy as well. This is just the one guy who got in touch. Mm. There's probably a thousand more like him. This is what has to be done. People have to keep bringing awareness to this. So it doesn't. Yeah. It, there seems to be like a two-week news cycle that we have nowadays in the Western world, and what, there'll be something huge in the world for about two weeks, and then mm-hmm. it's gone. Next thing, yeah. next outrage. Let's go on to yeah. this piece of news, and it's just you got to try and stay constantly in the news all the time. And that's the hardest thing. Hardest mm. thing is trying to get the attention all the time, and it's just if something else happens, it just gets dropped because it's not that important yeah. in their eyes. It's not that important to them. It's, if it was their children, you mm-hmm. know, it'd be different. But it's not. It's just Joe Blogs around the corner. You know, it doesn't mean doesn't mean anyone doesn't mean anything yeah. to anybody. And just that's another one of those it. commoners. You know what? It's like we don't even. It's like it's a number. It is a number. It's just a figure. Uh-huh. You know, that's how it feels. You're not important. It don't matter. That's right, man. We got a back blast in the chat. Says, "Don't let them win, Emma. Never give up, and don't let them forget what works." You know, you I just got to keep up. fighting, man. You just got, you know. Yeah, I know you mostly get them few messages of people just being dickheads, but there's not just the cannabis community, but just a huge amount of people behind you and backing you guys as you, you know, take this struggle every day, you know having those this people, fight. Those people keep me going. Like my mm. my inbox goes crazy. Like I shared quite openly about Tegan's good days and bad days. So being in hospital, I've been very honest about why we're here, how she is. Every day I'm getting messages. Please update us. You haven't updated us yet. How is she? 
you know, keep going, be strong. She's amazing. She's a fighter. All those messages, I see most of them. There's quite a few. So I do miss some, but I see most of them. And they inspire me to keep going. I have moments mm. where I just want to go, I can't do this anymore. I want to stop. I give up. Yeah. You know, I'm tired. I haven't slept in weeks. I'm exhausted from fighting with doctors. I don't understand because some of them here just don't get it. Others are brilliant, but then you get some that just don't understand. And then, you know, you're repeating yourself to them over and over again, explaining the situation, what she's tried, what she needs now, what you don't want to do, what you do want her to do. And it just gets to the point where you think, why am I still doing this? I'm tired. I just want to sleep. I just want to close my eyes and just switch off. But I can't do that. I have to keep going. And those people that message me keep me going. Mm. You know, they're the ones that I'm really grateful for. The support, it means more than I can say. I really can't explain. You know, it's been some, it's been a really shit five years yeah. fighting. But the support we get on social media has carried me through, especially the last couple of years. Things were really bad in lockdown because obviously we couldn't do any fundraising because mm. of the situation. And social media, TikTok, basically, I had a really couple of really big followers that had heard Tegan's story and they raised loads of money for her and they got us nice. through lockdown. You know, that was, I can't thank social media enough for what it's done for Tegan. Mm-hmm. But it's the only way you can get out there nowadays, isn't it? Exactly. It's a, that's it's it. a good resource. Yeah. When Obviously, it wants to be nice all, to you. I was going to yeah. say, it can be, there's always a negative spin on social media somewhere, but, you know, yeah. it's only, you just ignore the negative and crack on with the positive, don't you? You have to. Yeah. So how can our listeners go, uh, where are you on social media and things like that? You know, Can so, our listeners go anywhere to support yeah, you and most, things like that? most of Tegan's pages are called Help for Tegan. Um, Tegan is spelled T-E-A-G-A-N. A lot of people can't find it. Um, so Instagram, we're Help for Tegan. Facebook, we're Help for Tegan. And I think TikTok is Help for Tegan 1, possibly. Um, but yeah, just you can also go- Google her name. She's she's pretty um, well-known on Google. And that brings up our social media page as well, where I share her stories, I raise awareness, and you can see how happy and smiley she normally is. She's a very yeah. happy little girl. Yeah, man. I'm sure you get those messages like, hey, you just taking advantage of your daughter for internet clout all that kind of stuff <laughs> does she know you're does she know you're um exploiting her on social media no wow. she's got no Do, understanding this... oh, all, gosh, all, all the time i get that does she know wow. you're posting videos and pictures of her well actually one i'm her mum two she doesn't understand so it doesn't really matter it's my opinion you know and three i'm doing it for a good reason you know you just think these people if you've not got anything better to do than just you know Troll people, you know, just Grow fuck up. off and go eat your kale, yeah. man. Pretty much. You know? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No offense yeah. to any kale eaters out there, <laughs> it's to their own, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I get. That's that's probably one of the ones I get the most because she's 14, she's a child, obviously. Mm-hmm. But she's never like, you know, there are some videos on there that aren't the nicest to watch. But people need to see this it's reality, isn't it? it? It is, it's my it's... reality, it's what I have to mm. go through, it's what she has to go through. And this is the reason we do this. We, we're fighting for this reason to stop her having these episodes. But it's not just to, it's not just for that. Like I said earlier on, I do it for awareness because where before I had Tegan, before Tegan had epilepsy, I wasn't that knowledgeable in epilepsy. I I knew of seizures, but I didn't know what they were, 
to a degree. And now having Tegan, because of the complexes, the complexity of her <laughs> epilepsy, I've learned so much about different types of seizures. I would hope that I'm helping other people because if Tegan, not that she would be out on her own, but if she was out on her own at some time, had a seizure, I'd hope that a member of the public would be able to notice that, step in and help yeah. her. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason I use social media is to raise awareness for types of seizures first aid for seizures and what to do in emergencies because like I said I didn't know when she first started having seizures that she was having them I remember her very first seizure looking back we were at for dinner she head butted a table I just thought it was a I don't know what it was I just thought it was some well, what would you do that for you know did they get anything mm. else of it obviously she was crying and she'd hurt herself I was like oh that's really unusual she's done that it wasn't until a couple of days later she started having odd movements with her arms and her legs and I was like what's all this about this isn't normal they were like Uh, jerking and to me back then a seizure was someone laying on the floor shaking mm -hmm. I had no idea that her banging head on the table was a myclonic jerk her sticking her arms out with myclonic jerks all of those are seizures but I didn't know that so that's why I'm very big on spreading awareness for epilepsy as well yeah it's madness man when this can all be stopped just by not stopped completely, no, but massively reduced. It could they, be reduced, yeah. Yeah, if they can just get the fucking medicine, man. Just which has pretty much been proven to work. Yeah, it doesn't work for every single person, obviously. You know, again, everyone's different, but the majority mm. of people at least see a reduction in seizures. And to me, yeah. that's a bonus. Quality of life is massively important. Mm-hmm. And we've seen a massive improvement since Tegan started it. Damn. So I won't give up. I'll no, don't fighting. give up. Don't give up. And you have our support all the way. You know, if you ever need us to Thank shout you. anything out on the cannabis news episodes that we have, because we do them every week. You know, if you have anything you want us to shout out, just let me know. Drop me a message, send me an email. I always have to you. share and all that. It's just shocking, man. I wish we could do more. It's just, it's just so, you know, you just feel so helpless, man. Knowing mm. about, we can't fight as hard as you guys fight. <laughs> you know, you guys, you medical cannabis moms, you're out there smashing it, man, doing all these mm. awesome things. It's just like we just got to support grateful. you as much all as the possible. Support we get from anyone, like all the industries, mm-hmm. is brilliant. You know, everyone's behind us. And like yeah. I said earlier on, I think the more people that shout and scream and fight for the same thing, eventually, I think we'll we'll break it. But I just don't yeah. know if it's going to be anytime soon. I really don't. It's a damn shame. Yeah. I just hope it's not too late for any of our children. No, it's a it's a terrible thing to think, isn't it? Yeah. Like surely it won't be, but you know it's fucking. These things just take so long because of these lazy yeah. bastards, man. And if you if it was about a pay rise, they'll all be oh, there God, and it'll be yeah. signed off tomorrow. Do you know, you know what? Saying that, we were, there was a, a video I saw on Facebook a few about a year or so ago, and it was a comparison of a, a House of Parliament. And where they were talking about, I think they were talking about our cannabis oil, actually. And then there was one picture of like 10 or 15 MPs in there. And then talking about a pay rise, but no seats left. You know, yeah. it was it was that different. And you think that just shows exactly what, what their, where loyalties lay. All they care about is money. Yeah. It, it, seriously, yeah. It's all, they don't care about us, man. Nope. It's just tragic that the kids have to be caught up in the middle of all of this nonsense it's just exactly drives you crazy exactly. man but it's good that you had the uh, mp stand up the other day and we reported that on yeah. the news this week as well uh, we were talking yeah, about the she mp was really good. she was really good actually 
We've always well, so had the backing of Tonya. Tonya's been amazing from day one. Cool. Um, but she's not my local. She's down in Wales, but she always she's always supported us. All the all the beneficial cannabis mums. She's been brilliant. She actually came to Holland with me the second time, um, and oh, walked cool. through customs with me when I got stopped. Wow. She was amazing. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's that, a, that's that, the kind of politician my, my you need. MP, my own MP then wouldn't. He refused. Um, wow. He said he couldn't be seen to be supporting such a such a thing. Scumbag. What MP? What was what was his name? Do you want to know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Elphick. I I don't know that one, but as a. Uh... Um, he, is he, he still in power? He got, is he? No, he got sacked for um, right. sexual assault. Oh, is that that guy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now you know who wow. he is. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was my MP at the time, and he was like, "I can't be seen to be supporting that, so I can't come with right. you." Right, right. was like, uh-huh. "I'm coming. I'm coming with you." And she's from Gower, but she's she's like a bit amazing. She's always <laughs> stood up for us. And, she can't, can't be <laughs> can't be associating with that devil plant, but sexual deviancy now. <laughs> I might take the risk for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even make it up, could you? No. If, if somebody, you know, if George Orwell changed that book just a little bit <laughs> and started putting this stuff, be like, this book's <laughs> crap. It's unbelievable. Nobody, nobody's going to live like this. God. Yeah. Couldn't be seen to be supporting me going to Holland to get cannabis oil for my daughter to keep her alive. But yeah. Gosh, but yeah, my current MP is very good, and um, she's really fighting. Funnily enough, we need more like that. It's, it's it's his what ex-wife. Um, is it? Is it? It's, yeah, yeah, she's brilliant. She's <laughs> okay, brilliant. she's been really good actually. I That's couldn't good. ask for more from her. So yeah, yeah. Very, um, I think we all need to just get involved more with our politics. I think, and just try and yeah. understand why our MPs are doing for us and see what they stand for when it comes to cannabis. And if they mm. don't have the right stance on cannabis, especially cannabis medicine, then yeah. you can't vote for them. And no, that's you know, it. send them emails and letters and let them know what they should be doing. Yeah. That might change things. They might not the, be aware the, of the, this. Um, you know? The thing that shocks everybody is uh, my um, MP is actually conservative. conservative. Right. And yeah. she's really fighting our corner. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're finding a lot of them are anti cannabis oil yeah so yeah, we're very we're very grateful when she stands up in parliament people are a little bit shocked that she's as supportive as she is yeah oh looking conservative with a soul you know <laughs> <laughs> shocking but i should let you go and, and do your thing then i really appreciate you coming along and talking no, to us yeah, it's been a great conversation, man. And I wish you all the best, obviously. And like I said, if we can do anything to share any news or any links, just let me know. Happy to share anything. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure, Emma. Stay yeah, strong, man. Having yeah. conversation. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. We'd like to just be chilled and have a friendly conversation here. You know, yeah, that's how we roll. Very yeah. grateful. I'm grateful too. I appreciate you coming along, man. And especially under so much pressure and stress that you're under as well. It's even more appreciated. Thank you. Stay strong, man. You're doing good work. I will. I will. I'll keep going. Sweet. And if you need anything, give us a shout. You know where we are. Thank you. (laughs) Take care, Emma. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
And there we go, everybody. That's this week's interview. We recorded this interview a couple of weeks ago, so I wanted to follow up with Emma just to find out how Tegan is doing, if she got her medicine, and if she is at home yet. So I messaged her on Facebook, and I got a message back, and I think I'll just read it to you. She said, Hi, we managed to get the private oil, and her seizures have improved, thankfully. The government or NHS still haven't made any contact with me to offer any support. We are still in hospital as her seizures have still been quite bad in the evening, but we are hopefully going home tomorrow. So unfortunately, she's still in hospital and they're still having difficulty getting the medicine. If you can support Emma or any of the medical cannabis moms in any way, then please do so. You can do a Google search to find out more about these guys to find their links specifically to where you can donate to the cause and just offer any kind of help you can even sharing on social media helps so if you can help these guys out please do so and just a quick shout out to emma again thank you for coming to join us on the show it was great to hear your story i hope you all enjoyed this one you know it's a bit sad but we need to get these news stories out there so everybody knows about these kind of things and hopefully we can help change somehow but as usual everybody thank you for listening thank you for being here thank you for downloading Thank you for sharing. If you're sharing, we appreciate that. But, you know, just thank you for being here and thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this interview and we'll catch you on the next one, which is Friday for the Grow Guides. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.